Rise and reign, queens, rise and reign. Welcome to the Queen's Dominion, where queens rise and reign supremely in her queendom. We chat about life, fashion, style, love, relationships, and oh, so, so much more. I'm your host, Sharon Richardson. Welcome. another week full of endless possibilities. Um, today we have uh, lots of goody good stuff we're going to be talking about. I got to tell you, um, I feel still a little bit under the weather and I'm pushing through making those prom frocks and getting those things out because ain't nobody want to hear you sick and where's my prom dress, right? So... <laughs> But I love what I do, so it is a blessing. Um, we're going to talk about the Queenly Grocery. We're going to talk about um, a few couple of things. And so we're, we're going to get a little deep right now. We're going to talk about Sexual Assault Awareness Month is April. And um, I got some stories. I got some things I got to share. Um, you ready? <laughs> Let's go. Alright, let's talk about fashions. Now you all know, I'm a fashion designer. We've been If you've been listening, you know. We on episode what, nine? You know, I'm a real life fashion designer with a fashion line. I am in prom season right now, which is amazing and dope. I get to create memories and be embedded in somebody's memories for all eternity. And so that to me is the ultimate, ultimate, um gift and that my crocs can be passed on to someone else and so again such a gift any woo woo let's go so fashions so today i want to talk about like like three shoes two well one shoe that i don't think nobody should ever never ever never ever ever wear listen and the other two maybe but i'm not a big fan right so the shoes that you should never, ever, never, ever, 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 <laughs> Crocs. Listen, those things are from the pit of hell. Crocs. <laughs> Stop laughing. Like Crocs. Nobody should be wearing Crocs. Like, like ever in life. They are, they are. And then they made Crocs with like heels and Crocs with like wedges and Crocs with a peep toe. I'm just going to need it to stop. Listen, one day I was walking, coming from the city, and I'm walking back to Penn Station to take my train back home. And what do I see? The biggest, greenest building. And I look over and it says Crocs on it. They open up a huge, massive store on 34th Street. Crazy. 
and it was full of people. And I'm going, who are these croc wearers? I am appalled by the crockingness. <laughs> I tell you, like Crocs, like, no, I hate those shoes. I, I just think, and I have a friend who is a doctor and she wears shoes that look like Crocs. And I was like, what are you, what's happening here? What are you doing and why? And she goes, they're not Crocs. They're actually some other kind of thing. And she says, they're really expensive and they have support for their backs and all this kind of stuff for them to um, be able to, you know, walk on their feet all day. And I looked at her, I says, I'm sorry, you can't be saving lives in whatever this is. That shit ain't cute. And she just passed out. She's like, nobody's looking at my feet. And I go, I look at my doctor's feet. Like I'm, I'm judging. I'm judging. I'm judging you. And so I just couldn't like, so Crocs are my definitely, definitely. If you see me wearing Crocs, slap me because I have been possessed by aliens. <laughs> Fact. The next thing I don't like, I don't like Uggs. I don't. I don't like Ugg boots, and I don't like to see what people do to the Ugg boots. They wear Ugg boots in 90-degree weather with Pum Pum shorts, a cardigan, a tank top. Listen, I, I don't know. It's too much. It's too much. And I don't, I don't like the furriness in there. And I don't know, maybe too, because my feet sweat, right? And so... Stuff like that. My friends were like, no, 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 it's great. Years ago, my daughter bought me some Uggs loafers. And those were actually pretty okay, but I couldn't wear that all day. That's like no socks running down the street to the mall, come back type of thing. And it's funny, I still have those those loafer Uggs. I still have them. Another thing that you should not wear, never ever, unless you are going to the gym, you should not have on sneakers. Yeah, don't be putting on sneakers and you going to the grocery store. Ma'am, stop it. No, seriously, they are loafers. They are driving loafers. They are fabulous sandals that you could be rocking. Stop. And people who put on their whole sportswear outfit just like they're, like they're going to the gym, but what they're really doing is going to the supermarket. Walking in the supermarket is not considered gym. Stop it. I'm being real petty today because I really don't like these. Fashion Sharon is totally different than Queen Mom Sharon. She could be a little petty. <laughs> no, but serious. No sneakers. I had... One pair of sneakers from 1952, right? And then eventually, um, and that was my first pair of sneakers. I just had it there and I never wore it. And because we didn't wear sneakers in the islands unless you wore, you went to gym. And we didn't even call them sneakers. My mother used to call them rubbers because they got the rubber sole, the rubbers. And so recently I actually bought two pairs of sneakers to go to the gym, one like a neutral color and one like bright, depending on my outfit, right? So I'm not a sneaker head. That's not what I do. And you, if you catch me in the streets wearing sneakers just because it's a sunny day with jeans, slap me and handcuff me and put me in fashion jail because I'm not doing it. Uh, fun story, fun fact about me. I had all my toes broken about 10 years ago. Um, and my toes are very long, were very long. And being in the islands, when your feet are out in your sandals, 
right? My feet were always in sandals. So my toes didn't get to be crushed up in shoes. Moving here, my toe had to be crushed in shoes. And you know, shoes are kind of cascading down from your big toes down to your pinky toe. But my toes weren't like that. My other toes were longer than my pinky toe. So it, my my big toe. So what happened is over time, by it pushing in the shoes, what happened was that my my toes started curling, pushing up. It was fine until it started getting like bunions. I'm not about that bunion life. Like, yeah, I, I got all my toes broken and all my toes shortened in order so that they fit now in shoes and cascade down properly so I don't have any issues. So when I did this, this is how bad I hate sneakers and I'm not wearing it in public. Part of recovery was when they took out your stitches and stuff, you were supposed to wear sneakers because they support your toes and keep your toes in place. Listen, I got one rogue toe that's going, which way is going right, like outward because I did not wear sneakers. And every time I would go from, um, uh, check up the doctor would be like Dr. Zong would be like Sharon can you just wear your sneakers nope they not cute he says these ballet flats do not have any support they're not holding your shoes they I, I hear you I hear you doc yeah so I got a rogue loose toe because I refuse to not wear sneakers like just in the street so now that's to tell you how serious I am about not wearing sneakers like for real <laughs> oh yeah it's queenly glossary time so last week i didn't do it because i had barely any voice and was dry heaving all over the place so today what i wanted to talk to you about is uh so for those who are new to the podcast and going, who the hell, what the hell is queenly glossary? So in my queendom, <laughs> I have created all these amazing characters in my queendom that may or may not be inside of the walls. They may or may not be inside the jungle with Shrek in them or donkey. They may not be. Right. So I created all this, these these terminologies that I I use inside of our private Facebook group. And so the queens do understand that. So today we're going to talk about Simba. Yes, Simba. <laughs> so let me tell you about Simba. So Simba is that young buck that out here trying to run game on you. He is young, hot, cute, and you can tell all he wants to do is have relations. Like my mama says, she don't say sex or bullying. She says relations. She, You want to have relations with you. He wants to do grown woman things to you. He just be like, oh, I want an old woman, right? And so that's who Simba is. And Simba was actually uh, somebody I dated. God, I went on like one date with Simba. He was cute. Oh, my God. He was so cute. However, Simba was like 31. Simba like worked as a waitress. 
uh, Simba lives in an apartment with like a two bedroom apartment with like five, six people. Um, it's, it was just, oh my God, like, it's just crazy. Dating is so hard. And so anyway, we went out, uh, we had a really good entertaining time. Um, however, you know, I know me after Simba saw me one time and we hung out, Simba is like on the hunt, right? So that's why we call him Simba. So he can't be Musafa. Musafa was the, yes, he can't be Musafa, right? He got to be Simba because he's a little puppy. He just ain't that grown yet, right? Like, so Simba was Simba's, Simba's, you got to watch out. Listen, if you want to tap Simba and keep sending Simba back into the jungle, listen, I am not mad at all. <laughs> this is why we are women. We are liberated women, unleashed queens. We can do as we choose. However, be an unaware queen. So the Simbas in our queendom are little young bloods who trying to play in our play in our queendom and sit in the king's throne when he just a prince. Yes, girl. Do you know that April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month? Do you also know that on Friday last week, Donald Trump made April, signed it in that April will be Sexual Assault Awareness Month. So thank you, Donald. We appreciate this. Um, There's so, this is such a hard thing to talk about. I now talk about it in power versus shame as I used to for many, many, many years. Um, a lot of people don't know this about me and then there's some that do, but who cares, right? Because when you're telling your truth, your truth is for your freedom, not to hurt anyone, but for your freedom. Every 98 seconds, another person experiences sexual assault. Sexual violence affects hundreds and thousands of Americans each year. While we're making crop progress by the numbers of assault, which has fallen by half since 1993, even today, only about six out of every thousand rapes, rapists will end up in jail. Some facts about one in two women have experienced violence or rape. One in five men have experienced sexual violence other than rape in their lifetime, right? 41% of women reported experience physical, experiencing physically aggressive street harassment. One in three women experienced physical or sexual violence by an intimate partner. Did you hear that? By an intimate partner. 50 to 95% of the women have a chance of developing post-traumatic stress disorder after 
being raped. 18% of men reported experiencing verbal street harassment. Nearly one in 67 men in the United States have experienced rape or attempted rape. Doesn't this really like knowledge is powerful. Knowledge is fashionable. The older I get, the more I seek a deeper, deeper level of knowledge and understanding. 67.5% of rapes go unestimatedly goes unreported. Sexual violence thrives when it is not taken seriously and the victim is blamed. And then it goes unchecked because the victim is blamed. I I saw two separate posts and I was a little um, perplexed because you... Thank God I have great, amazing uh, friends in my life. And so one of my great uh, sister queen friends is LaQuisha Hall of Confident Canvas by LaQuisha Hall. And so this week she has started a hashtag called Reveal Your Teal. Look that up on Instagram. Look that up on Facebook. Reveal Your Teal. And so she's been doing work with assault and abuse for many, many years. And so I had to reach out and go, hey, is there a difference between assault and abuse? Because I see various people using those words as if they're simultaneously the same, but I don't think that they mean the same. And she was like, no, it doesn't mean the same. Assault means that you were raped. Abuse means that you were molested. Right? Assault is an occurrence. Abuse is ongoing. Molestation, ongoing. Assault, a rape, once an occurrence. Right? So today I learned something and I learned because I asked, because I saw that there was inconsistency, what was being post and it just didn't feel right. <coughs> so look up Laquisha's reveal. Your teal is going to be, she's, she's really good at drawing and creating all these fabulous journals with all this great stuff. Like really look her up. I'll put it in the show notes so you guys can find her. She will also actually be talking in our private Facebook group, um, the Queen Oration, the Queen's Dominion. So if you want to look us up, you can look us up. And also in the show notes, it'll be there. But she'll be talking about this same topic inside the group as well. And so I wanted to bring light to it because I feel like it is our right when we were growing up, at least for me, what happened in your house stayed in your house. You weren't allowed to talk about it to anyone else. So when I was, uh, when I was, <laughs> when I was abused, I 
didn't say, I didn't tell because my abuser said that he would do ABC. And if you did DEF, I would do KLMNP. And so I didn't tell for, for many years. And some of my queen have heard this prior. I won't go too, too deep. However, as I started vomiting up that experience of what happened to me, other things, and, and I got to tell you, when more women started coming out with the Me Too's and sharing their stories, I started remembering other things as well. Other situations where I was abused or touched wrongly or inappropriately by a cousin or um, somebody at school or somebody squeezed your booty or, you know, your mom left you at somebody's house and your cousins think that it's okay to, you know, do these things. I am super, super, I guess, I don't know. I guess that would be kind of silly to say that I was, I've never been raped. And so, yeah, but molested, I have. And so I don't know how to, back then I didn't know how to process and take it. So what I did was I pushed it down. I rebelled. That's how I came home pregnant at 15 and nobody understanding where that came from. Um, and, and you know what the worst thing was? The worst thing was the people who were trying to abuse me were family friends. They were my friends' friends' fathers, my friends' brothers. After a while, I just felt like I had this huge like tag on me, like, molest me, molest me. And for years... That was the case. For years, I would come out of school and I'm just in, I'm in junior high. I got to tell you, it started in elementary, elementary school because I'm 5'9 and I was 5'9 by the time I was in sixth grade. So imagine a 60 year old man coming out of his house early in the morning, watching me walk down the hill to catch the bus. And walk beside me and go, hey, let me drop you to the road. And then I'll go, no. And then guess what? He kept doing it till eventually I just went in the car. And then every morning he would do it. And then eventually it was like, well, here's $20. You know, here's $10. And then it was like, here's $20. And then it was like, oh, let me rub your leg. So he was, he was, (laughs) he was training me, right? He was training me getting me there nothing ever went further with that however even my gym teacher kissed me and stuck his nasty tongue into my mouth and I was in fifth grade when that happened and these are the scary things right because these are the people that are supposed to protect you at all costs and these are not the people that protect you at all costs and so my hatred for men came from that the men that were around me that I thought as a little girl that should protect me didn't 
rise up to protect me. But when they rose up, what they did was wanted to hurt me. So I did understand that abuse was wrong. I did understand that their touch was wrong. And the fight of constantly fighting them off or just God, like why? And so that did a number on me for for many, many years. And as we go through this podcast and such, I'll talk about it. But to to be in that mindset. And so I think it's really important to be able to share your truth, to be able to vomit those hurts and pains up. And if none of this has ever happened to you, I know that you know somebody that it has happened to. I am stronger and I am better for the experiences that I have been through because I can help the masses. But I had to do the work. I had to dig deep. I had to go within myself and understand that it wasn't my fault. It was their fault. There were some nasty ass old men out here. Shit, there's still nasty ass men in the world right now. But we have to educate our young girls. We have to educate ourselves. We have to forgive ourselves. We have to go deep inside us and tap into that thing, that big ball that's over there in the deep, deep dark that we don't want to go when we don't want to bother because it's been over there and it hasn't bothered me in a really long time. So I'm not going to go and tap it, but you have to, you have to, you have to go over there and tap that. You have to, listen, my heart is, it bleeds because I, in such pain, because I've been reading stories all day of women who are sharing their stories and sharing their truths. And the common denominator, especially in an African-American household, is when you tell. It's either you go pray, you go to the pastor. Mind you, the pastor tried to molest me too. I got stories. And you, all that, and... The common denominator is always don't tell. It's family business. It's not family business when it hurts you at your core. And I get it. Didn't understand the magnitude and the level of keeping secrets, what that would do. I'm not a secret holder anymore. I refuse to carry secrets with me. I I refuse I just refuse. It does nothing but keeps you trapped, keep you hidden, keep you living in fear, looking around for when it'll finally come out, finally rear its ugly head. And we dig deeper into this in our Queen Oration Elite Society when it launches in a few months. And we dig deep into this and and going into the vomit room and having support around this and how this shows up for us. But if you are in our group and you would like to share your story, 
with us. Please, please, you can go live in the group. I have made that very accessible. Um, you can share in the group. Just use the hashtag sexual assault awareness month. Hashtag S-A-A-M in the group. You can send me a email, an inbox message. If you don't want to share it out yet to the masses, I will hold space for you while you walk up to the mic and tap it. (laughs) Hi, my name is and I was and share your story. There's power in your truth, power in you. We all have to stop hiding. We all have to rise up. We all have to reign. I do too. But do know that it's an ongoing, lifelong journey. Um, I got to tell you, some things and some interactions I had pushed down and forgotten about. And as when I vomit and I uncover something, I see something else that I thought was minute or um, didn't validate my feelings in the moment that it was happening. And so I want to give you a couple of helpful tips if you are in this situation or know somebody in this situation. Um, And I do, if you know somebody that needs help or you know you need help, I can help you or I know people who do this on a daily basis this is their ministry um and i'm still going through mines um do know that you can't run from it it's it can be self-destructive um i did that i did that for many many years i drank myself to sleep for many 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 years because i was hiding And I said to myself, this doesn't affect me at all. This doesn't make me um, bitter. I'm over it. The reality was I wasn't over it. I just felt like I should be over it. So I I pushed that down and I drank myself to sleep and I had sex with whomever, whatever I wanted, where, when, how I wanted. And I I didn't value or respect my own self. And so that's definitely self-destructive behavior. So that's definitely something to look at. So I think step one should be that that you must admit that what happened affects your life in some way, however way that is. Whether it's it may not be a pain that's right there that you can savor and taste, right? 
However, it may be in a behavior that you're doing, eating or drinking or being overly promiscuous or however that is. It's something, look, right? This may not, this podcast may not be for you, but it may be that you can help somebody in your community, that you can stand there. If you know somebody, what I will say, sharing this with somebody who isn't a safe place to land is dangerous. Make sure that you find somebody that's a safe place to land because when you share this part of yourself, this voluntarily vulnerable part of yourself, you need somebody who is able to stand and hold space for you and breathe for you when you can't breathe for yourself. And it would be dishonorable to throw this on someone who is not capable, who does not have the capacity to give you that. So definitely beware of who you're sharing that with. You have to give it, you have to pour it where somebody can actually hold it. Because if you pour it where somebody can't hold it, oh my God, you will start tumbling down the mountain into the rabbit hole. And we don't want that. Remember, you're not alone. There are support groups all over. There are women out there. Again, find that person. Find that support. Let go. Let go. Don't be a victim. Be a victor. Let go. It's not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. Someone took advantage of you. Let that go. Drop that on God's altar. I am a praying woman. I believe in prayer. I believe that God has the power to heal all things. But I also believe that he gave us knowledge and awareness and doctors and and all this stuff so that we can be aware and still do some work as well. The glass is full turn that pain into strength I have met some amazing women along this journey who have been assaulted who have been abused who all this the me too's who took their whole power back snatched their whole life back and and didn't leave their abuser with their power. Some people are living in hiding. I was living, hiding for many, many years. I didn't show up in the world authentically as myself because I felt that I was too sexy. I was doing something wrong. So I hid myself from the world. I used to wear black all the time, fade to black. Uh, Old baby lip gloss, if you remember that from Mac. Just a little bit of sparkles, nothing. I just fade to black because, it. and even then, it didn't even matter. I still had people gawking at me, men. Just, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And so I fade to black to hide in the hiding because it's not my natural way of being made me miserable. And that entailed then made me start drinking that entailed so I had all these other self-destructive behaviors 
that didn't help me in any shape or form. And so we have to take our power back. Take back what it is that is rightfully ours in this world. Our abusers didn't and they won't break us. Be angry if you must be. Yell, scream, do that. Get out there. Fight for your way of being. And a lot of people, this has happened when they were younger, right? And so mourn for that little child inside of you who who hurt and let her know that it's okay you got her and that you will never allow anything anyone to ever hurt her ever 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 again that you are in control that you run this queendom that you will off with their heads right off with their heads tell your uh, knights off with their heads if they come for her because this ain't how we roll off with their heads embrace your voice embrace your power your voice has power you are one of the most powerfulest queens in the queendom. Your words, your smile, your look can change the world. Hey, 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 don't forget to rate and leave a comment about us. If you are loving the podcast and you're loving what I'm putting down, definitely, definitely leave us a rating and a review. We would love to hear from you. You can always email us at thequeensdominion at gmail.com. You can head over to the website, queenoration.com. And you can absolutely join our private Facebook group, the Queen, the, nope, Queen Oration, the Queen's Dominion. I love you guys, the wholeness. Smooches!